It's easy to say we all know what critical is. I know what a critical patient is because that's um, in the ICU. Maybe they have more tubes, maybe more they have more catheters, but what happens when they come out? Welcome to the allnurses.com podcast. One of the things that I noticed when I was working as a staff nurse is sometimes I would say, well, these patients don't belong here. They're not sick enough for, for the unit that I was working with. And I think it was one of those people who would push patients out or want to push them out. And what I have seen then in my clinical nurse specialist role is now I'm on the other side. I'm receiving, um, I'm receiving those patients. And what I realized as I was receiving them is these nurses weren't prepared to care for those patients who were still on a, on a continuum of criticality. They were still very, very sick. I joke um, that one of the nurses did say to me when I first started, ever since you came, the patients are much sicker. I took a deep breath and said, I didn't change your patient population. I just told you how sick they were. And within that 10 years of my work there, we were able to engage the nurses, educate the nurses, um, really show them the difference that that made in caring for patients who were maybe not the sickest of the sick, but they were still on some level um, highly acute. So thus comes progressive care. That that is what progressive is. I always prided myself in telling the nurses that their job was to keep the patients from going back to the ICU or for going there in the first place. How do you keep the patient out of the intensive care? You want to put them in the best possible place. And that's really where that progressive care unit is. That's where the nurse, the progressive care nurse will be. So that's what really makes that difference right. is how do you keep them out of the ICU? That's a good goal. Yeah. Because, because patients don't want to be in critical care. Oh gosh, no. They want to progress until they get well enough until to go home. Well Tell me some typical patients that would be in a progressive care unit. Patients that we would see a lot might be patients who were having respiratory distress, might need more oxygen therapies that, um, and maybe some more monitoring. The uniqueness about progressive care, it's not black and white, it's really gray, and depending what the facility can offer, sometimes it would be maybe they just need a face mask and more monitoring and added oxygen. Sometimes they need maybe an added central line and maybe some simple hemodynamic monitoring that nurses can do because the staffing's different or their education is different. Patients that we might see might be those patients who are septic. Rather than sending them to the ICU, just watch them a little bit closer to make sure that they're getting the care that they need and again to avoid that ICU admission because when patients go to the ICU number one it isn't good but a lot of times there's mortalities mm -hmm. uh, related to being in those intensive care areas and those are the sickest of the sick and our goal is to prevent that. What would the nurse patient staffing ratio be in a progressive care unit? That would depend. The optimal staffing is always to whatever the patient needs. So I do know as a, as a huge AACN supporter, the synergy model says to put the patient in the best, you know, best possible place. So the nurse competencies have to meet the patient's needs. So a lot of times it's not about the numbers. A lot of times it's about the skill sets. It's about the team. It's about everybody knowing what are the goals of that patient. You probably don't want to see more than three to one. It does take a lot more resources. It takes a lot of nursing assessments. And if you don't have the time to be in the room, and this is by RN assessments, um, you, there are certain things you can delegate and certain things you can't. The staffing is always about how, how can I uh, make sure that I am meeting the needs of the patients and doing the assessments that they need, and again, to keep them out of the intensive care unit. And sometimes that can be one-to-one -one temporarily, so it can flux. Who decides who meets that criteria, the nursing criteria, to be able to work in a progressive care unit? 
is there a certification involved or do they have to have had a certain amount of experience? Can a new grad work in progressive care? Oh, those are a lot of good questions. So let me start with, can a new grad work in, in progressive care? Of course, a new grad can work in progressive care. I'm, I'm, I'm of the generation where we didn't take new grads in the intensive care. I find that the nurses today are much more educated than we were, and they have the technology and the simulation and those kinds of learnings. I also believe that when we put new grads in those areas, they have to be mentored and, and precepted and so that they can learn those nursing skills. They're a little more advanced than just caring for a medical patient. You really have to be very conscious of the tenuous criticality of these patients. So the, the assessment skills have to be honed and it doesn't matter if you're a new grad or if, if you're a nurse for 30 years, your assessment skills really make the biggest difference because a lot of time you don't have the technology that they do in the intensive care units. That's an important point to make that new grad or very seasoned nurse, you still have to have yeah. the right skills. Yeah. Some of the beauty about going to progressive care is for nurses who are um, a little intimidated about critical care, it's a nice bridge to get you into that and to build that confidence. I find that a lot of the nurses that I worked with didn't have that confidence when they started. Mm -hmm. And the minute they realized that they could do this or they had more knowledge, they felt more empowered. And a lot of the nurses that I worked with in the last 10 years did go on to the intensive care unit to work. So I'm, I'm sorry that they left the unit that I was working on, but I'm so happy for the patients because those were the greatest nurses and they had that skill set to, to really care for the most critical patients then. Why has the demand for progressive care nurses been increasing? The demand for progressive care nurses has been increasing for many reasons, and there's no one set, so I'll just start rattling them off. Patients are living longer, so as the baby boomers are getting older, patients are, are living into their 80s and, and well into their 90s. And with that becomes a lot more um, living with comorbid diseases. And as we get older, um, we're, we're challenged more with some of those wellness issues and it gets into more of the illness issues. And then you add on some technology that is just in lightning speed. As we advance in the sciences of medicine and, and healthcare, we are able to do more and more and more at home and remotely. And what we're seeing then is the sickest of the sickest will be in the hospital. And then you throw in a little bit of the healthcare financing and it costs a lot of money to care for these patients. So hospitals are really in a bind to reduce the bottom line. So patients will be sicker in the hospital, they will stay less, and then it all sort of starts from the ICU and then moves out. And that's why the progressive nurse becomes very important because as you're in the ICU, what, what you'll see is only the, the, the sickest of the sick are in there. And then that criticality or the high acuity patients that are, are coming out, a lot of times they're pretty tenuous. So sometimes it's, you wonder how these patients were living at home and then they come into the hospital. So the increase for progressive care, I think it will only get even larger as we have more technology, we have more home-based cares, or we have these long-term post-critical illness hospitals, that this will be kind of another tier to healthcare that hospitals will rely on, I believe. Tell me about why AAC and Certification Corporation developed progressive care certification. The signs were there that these patients are getting sicker. And, and just to what I said, technology is changing, um, healthcare is changing. When AACN decided that this is a needed certification, it was based on the research of what's happening in healthcare in the United States. Are there any misconceptions that exist related to progressive care nursing? I think 
organizations feel that you have to be called a step down or you have to be called something different to be identified as a progressive care unit. In my own experience, our hospital didn't have, when I started as a clinical nurse specialist, we didn't have a unit that was called a step down or a progressive care. We had a unit that was called a medical unit, med surge, but it had 30 telemetry beds and these nurses were taking those patients out of the ICU. And when I said, this is a progressive care unit, they didn't quite understand that language. But then in the last 10 years, as I worked with them, they realized that they, they are progressive care. So the misconception is that you have to have a unit named something to make it. it. Progressive care is what the patient needs. It's not what we do. So for organizations to rethink of what is it that the patient needs um, would be very important to dispel those myths. Progressive care is any unit that takes patients out of the ICU or transfers them into the ICU. Critical care is not a room. Progressive care is not a room either. Right. Um, that's what patients need.